Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is The Good Place. discussing season three episode four titled jeremy barramy oh my god (laughs) i've been waiting for this one guys i'm gonna be honest i've been waiting to talk about this one this is beyond a shadow of a doubt one of my absolute favorite episodes of the good place. It is so amazing. <laughs> it is so perfectly written. Like this episode, it starts and then it just goes and it's just so goddamn funny. Every single second of it is just perfect. <laughs> like there are so many different moments throughout this episode that just Every single time I watch it, just have me die laughing. It is, it, it's so incredible. It, it's such a great, it's, it's such great humor. It's such a great episode. So, this episode starts and it picks up right where the last one left off. Uh, Eleanor, Chidi, Tahani, and Jason have discovered Michael and Janet with the magic door. And Michael, (laughs) Michael tries to deflect, Michael tries to get them to (laughs) not suspect that, uh, (laughs) that, uh, they're, uh, a part of some afterlife experiment. (laughs) Uh, but they definitely heard them talking about them, and they definitely heard... (laughs) (laughs) them mention afterlife points and the good place and bad place and they definitely remember Michael from all their individual interactions with his various uh, over-the-top personas (laughs) they definitely uh, they're definitely on to him and Michael tries to sell this absurd story about how he and Janet are FBI paranormal investigators (laughs) Uh, we're here to protect you from demons. Oh, wait, that's real. From ghouls. From ghouls. <laughs> Eleanor immediately uh, picks up on their bullshit. It's just like, no, no, that's not what you are. What's the real deal? <laughs> Michael then tries to pass himself off as an illusionist. I'm not sure where that was going, but okay. <laughs> Uh, but eventually Janet's like, hey, Michael, they heard everything, they know how the afterlife works, it's over. And Michael resigns himself and tells them everything, tells them the entire story of what happened, everything in the afterlife, 
uh, all their various reboots and misadventures and all of that. Uh, he leaves out the part about Jason <laughs> being in a relationship with Janet, uh, just for the sake of that's just way too goddamn much to process, and Jason very clearly doesn't know what's going on. But he explains pretty much the gist of it, pretty much all the important details. And <laughs> so, in doing this, he A, breaks their goddamn brains, <laughs> knowing that heaven and hell exists, and they were in hell and are going back to hell, because B, them knowing that the afterlife is a thing means that their motivations are corrupt and they can no longer earn new points because they know they know that the good place exists and they know that the point system exists. So they're screwed. Uh, they, they're damned for all eternity. They failed miserably. Uh, they are damned for all eternity. And <laughs> one of my absolute favorite moments in any comedy show ever comes up when they ask Michael, hey, wait a minute, if we were being tortured by you for like 300 years ends up being the total, how did no time pass on Earth? Did you like travel back in time and prevent our deaths like what's going on here and <laughs> michael then explains oh he didn't have to do that because jeremy barramy because apparently uh while time on earth moves in a linear fashion uh things in the afterlife don't happen while things are earth on earth are happening uh things in afterlife time uh, loops around and doubles back on itself and just goes nuts in a pattern that, for some reason, resembles the name Jeremy Baramy in English cursive. So they just called the timeline in the afterlife Jeremy Baramy. <laughs> it is so insane. It is so insane. And I love... I'm sorry, a lot of this episode is just going to be me losing my shit because this episode is so goddamn hilarious. Apologies for the lack of substance in this discussion. Uh, but <laughs> everyone's looking at this board and like trying to figure out like, wait, how do how is that how did things that happened before be happen before things that happened before <laughs> And every time, every time someone voices an objection, or every time someone voices their confusion, Michael's just like, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. It's Jeremy Barramy. <laughs> he just keeps saying, it's Jeremy Barramy. <laughs> that's his only, that's his only response to Jeremy Barramy. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're not getting here. It's Jeremy Barramy. <laughs> and then... And then Chidi notices that there's a dot on the eye not connected to anything. <laughs> Just a little dot. And Chidi's like, hey, um, what's that dot? <laughs> and Michael's response is like, oh, um, that's Tuesdays and also July. 
and sometimes never. Sometimes that is the moment where nothing never happens. (laughs) (laughs) Then Genie then expresses that it's just like, you know what? This broke me. (laughs) The dot on the eye. That's what broke me. I'm done. (laughs) And then everyone sort of goes off on their own. And, uh, has little mini existential crises. Uh, while, by the way, I should mention, uh, Michael and Janet are sort of figuring out what to do because they're on Earth. If they go back, they'll be retired on the spot. Janet will get marbleized. And so they're just like, oh, should we stay on Earth forever? Should we go see this site? Should we turn ourselves in? Uh, they write a manifesto. Of all the things that happened, and they're planning to turn themselves in and give that to the judge once they've finished uh, their little uh, happy time on Earth. Uh, <laughs> I also love, really, really great bit, underrated. Janet talks about how, because on Earth she's being perceived as a woman... It's getting in her own head. <laughs> and, like, the the misogyny's kind of worming its way into her brain. And she now feels the need to feel sorry all the time. And constantly feels the need to say, I'm sorry all the time to apologize for random stuff. And <laughs> there's this one great moment where Janet just gets into a po- an apology loop. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I-, I don't know why I'm saying I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I- 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> It's pretty great. But anyway, we have the various existential crises. Uh, Tahani and Jason give all of Tahani's money away to random people on the street. And then Tahani decides that she wants to give the rest of her money to Jason. (laughs) And Tahani goes to her bank and is like, Give all of my money to this guy from Jacksonville. And the bank's like, Um... No, (laughs) we're not doing that. (laughs) Technically, we're supposed to shut the bank down if anyone from Florida even walks in. (laughs) And so Tahani's response to being told she can't give all her money to Jason is to marry Jason (laughs) so he can legally get all of her money. (laughs) So there's that. That happens. Uh, Eleanor goes to a bar and tries to go back into her normal, uh, terrible person routine. Uh, goes on rants about how (laughs) the entire world sucks and everyone should just, uh, be on their own. And how I have my own rules because I'm awesome. At one point she says there should be no more Spider-Man movies. There's too many Spider-Man movies. Uh, A reminder that this came out in a pre-Into the Spider-Verse world. So that is just sacrilege. Uh, (laughs) Eleanor did not want Into the Spider-Verse to be made, and I object to this. She belongs in the bad place. She wanted Into the Spider-Verse not to be made. I will now officially campaign for her to go to the bad place. Officially campaign for her to go to the bad place forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. She should be damned for all eternity How dare she say that Into the Spider-Verse shouldn't be made? 
screw her. <laughs> uh, but she finds a wallet and starts to take the money out. But then she's like, no, no, I don't want to. No, 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 no. And then she goes on a grand quest to return this wallet back to its owner. Uh, she gets in a taxi, goes to the address on the license, and finds out that the dude moved. <laughs> and the woman who's living there now is like, oh, he lives at such and such. Uh, hey, I have some some of his mail here. You want to take it to him? Uh, also, I have a few things he left behind. And so <laughs> Eleanor gets back in the cab with all this shit, this mountain of useless junk. And gets back in the cab and is like, hey, I want to go to this place. And the cab driver's like, hey, that's like right across the street from the bar that I picked you up at. (laughs) Well, how strange. (laughs) Has to go all the way back across town and then uh, brings the stuff and the wallet to this dude. Who then immediately pulls out uh, this drawing that uh, his daughter made for him that is very, very precious to him and makes him feel safe and makes him feel like he can do anything, uh, sort of relieves his anxiety and Eleanor sort of breaks down crying because she brought this enormous amount of good into this person's life. But my favorite. (laughs) My favorite. All of these emotional breakdowns is fucking Cheaty. <laughs> Cheaty goes on a journey in this episode. The likes of which is the funniest goddamn shit on the planet. <laughs> like, he just walks around aimlessly. Walks up to a drug dealer and starts going on a massive rant about how God is dead. (laughs) And we killed him. Dude, chill, I just wanted to sell you drugs and you made it weird. (laughs) The sprinklers come on and Chidi just rips off his shirt and then goes shopping. He goes shopping and the way in which he goes shopping is just going up to random shelves and just... Just enveloping the contents of the shelves and dumping them into the cart with reckless abandon. At <laughs> uh, one point, someone tells him, Hey, sir, you can't shop here without a shirt. And then he just picks up a random shirt off the rack. <laughs> it's like this uh, very tight pink who, what, when, where wine shirt. <laughs> uh,. <laughs> He pays for all the stuff he bought by just giving them his credit card. Like, hey, here's my credit card. Keep it forever. <laughs> also, here's my car. <laughs> oh, I'm laughing so much that I'm choking. Good God. Anyway. <laughs> so, after all of this. This leads up to the most insane lecture ever given by any human. <laughs> Where Chidi just gets in front of his students and makes chi- and makes a giant pot of chili 
with peeps and M and M's. You put the peeps in the chili, and it makes it taste bad. <laughs> Just needs a shit ton of peeps chili, and then, <laughs> and then, his students ask, uh, "Hey, can you talk about? Uh, can you teach us literally anything?" And Genie just gives this whole th- tirade about how you should embrace nihilism. <laughs> Nothing matters. You just die. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one point someone asks, is this going to be on the test? And Chidi's like, doesn't matter. Maybe there is no test. You all get A's or F's. I don't care. Leave. <laughs> I want to eat my peeps chili in peace. <laughs> uh, but then Eleanor shows up and is like, dude, come on, man. <laughs> it, the actual monologue is a lot uh, more emotional and profound than that. But honestly, that's essentially what it boils down to. It's just like, dude, come on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but then everyone goes back to Michael and Janet and are like, hey, We've accepted our fates. We're going to the bad place. We're not avoiding that. But we still have people that we care about who we can help. Let's try and help people. Let's try and get people into the good place. And so they're going to go around and help random people. And that's going to be the thing now. Uh, And (laughs) Chidi, before that, is going to have to go to the bathroom forever. Because he ate, like, 50 pounds of Peeps chili. <laughs> uh, what? Ma- I want to meet the madman. The delightful madman who was in the writer's room and came up with the idea. Hey, what if Cheaty gets broken so much that he puts peeps in chili? <laughs> also, William Jackson Harper. Hats off to him. Dude's a goddamn legend. Dude... He is amazing. He is so good. He is so utterly spectacular. And he does a great job with this episode. He really, really does. Uh, But anyway, now we have that new plan, that last card to play. And then Larry Hemsworth comes back and is like, Hey, Tahani, it's time for us to begin our life together. He not knowing that... (laughs) That Jason is now married to her. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, this this episode, man. <laughs> this episode. It is... It's something goddamn else. <laughs> it's something goddamn else. Holy crap. <laughs> Jesus. Well, <laughs> that happened. All of that happened. And uh, now the dynamic of the entire season's changed, and it's great. And I can't wait to talk about other episodes, although nothing will ever compare to this. (laughs) Nothing will ever compare to this high point in our lives. (laughs) This was chef's kiss. Thing of beauty. (laughs) Masterpiece. You put the peeps in the chili, and it makes it taste bad. Anyway, if you like this, 
whatever the hell this was. Uh, favorite the podcast, uh, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. If you become a patron, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, which I'll be putting up there once every month. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 5. Talk to you then.